This is Scott. This is Rebecca. And we're the CEOs of Hardy, Party of Five. And a half. It's not really a company, it just sounds cool. And if you're looking for a normal family, well, you've certainly come to the wrong place. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. Rebecca, I'm sure you've heard this theme before. What theme? The Olympic theme? Yes. I have heard it before. I love the Olympics. I think they're so fun. I'm a little confused about what year we're on right now, because weren't we supposed to have them already? It was 2020, but we've backed them up to 2021. But it's summer, right? Right. We're having summer. Yes. Then what happens? Do we only miss one year before winter? Well, yeah, I think they just get back on schedule from there. Okay, I would be, assume. Okay. I wouldn't think they would keep... Push everything. It wouldn't be a domino effect on every year. Right. That's, that's going to be tough. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't know, back to back. But I love the Olympics. I think they're so fun. Okay, are you... Sh you really do love them. I love them. So you're going to be totally comfortable with this episode of This Month in History. Mm -hmm. That's all Olympics. I know all the Olympic trivia. You do? Yep. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm totally lying. <laughs> well. <laughs> Man, you've got more confidence than I thought you would on this. Uh, but I'm impressed. I'm I think you got this. I feel like that if I talk like I have confidence, then it will. Then I will have confidence. You're speaking it to an ex existence? I'm speaking life into myself. Okay. I don't <laughs> believe a word I'm saying, but I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> So normally we would just be doing probably three events, but mm -hmm. this is all Olympics. Okay. So you're going to have 15 questions. 15 questions? 15. Well, you've changed the rules of the game. Well, a little bit. Also, just to make it fresh. You Keep said it fresh. it's one event? No, the Olympics is hundreds of events. Well, it's not like three separate event, three separate historical events. It's Olympics. I'm so less you know confident and I'm you. a failure already. <laughs> I thought you... Wait, this is a roller coaster of emotions because you just said you knew all Olympics and you're going to kill this. No, nope, not anymore. <laughs> 15 questions. Yes. Okay. So you're going to it's going to be a multiple choice and then we'll talk about the answer okay. so we can all learn some Olympic trivia since it's an Olympic year. All right. I'm ready. We're fast approaching Tokyo. So, are you ready to do this? I think I'm ready. Okay. Here's I your... lack confidence, but I'm ready for my first clue. <laughs> Okay, here's your first question, Rebecca. Oh, question, yes. Yes. An Olympic gold medal is made mostly of what metal? Nickel, gold, copper, or silver? Is this a trick question? Well, it depends on what you think a trick question is. Gold. Please say right. Is that your final answer? Yes. Are you sure? I don't know, but I'm like <laughs> on your face. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm going to ask the question again. <laughs> An Olympic gold medal is made mostly of what metal? Nickel, gold, copper, or silver? Gold. I'm going gold. Okay. The answer is silver. What? <laughs> so I guess it was a trick question. Why didn't you say this was a trick question? That wasn't even my second guess. <laughs> 
What was your second Nickel. guess? Nickel. <laughs> well, you know, the last Olympic gold medal that was actually solid gold was awarded in 1912. Today, gold medals, I'm putting up air quotes, mm-hmm. are 92.5% silver, so they just gold plate them. So this entire year, if you get a gold medal, I'm going to say, they got silver. <laughs> right. What's the silver medal made out of? Uh, probably silver. See, so you're giving out two silvers. Well, kind of, but there's it's gold plated. They're just so. spray painting it. <laughs> They're not spray painting it. <laughs> How's it's it gold? It's gold plated. It's like anything else. They put a gold plate over it. It's not just spray painted. <laughs> This isn't church camp where we're making a metal. Okay. Because then if it was, can you see like the gold rubbing off on their, on their outfits? <laughs> on their you know, Tommy Hilfiger outfits. When you wear outfits. fake gold and it's like all yellow. I've never worn fake gold, babe. Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> I've never worn it. Other than my wedding ring, I've never worn that's gold. That's not true because I got you a herringbone necklace back in the 90s. You did. <laughs> And it, I and it have did. a picture somewhere to prove it. Oh, yeah. with I have a green turtleneck and Probably a tiny little fro. It didn't touch your, your body, actually. It touched my cool... In the 70s, it would have been hanging right there with your only, like, two buttons on the bottom of your shirt. Done, yeah. I've got a rock 90s, picture that shows it. It was like nicely ro- draped over your turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> and when okay. I look at that picture, I'm like, I know why you married me. Because mm-hmm, you were hot. I know. Do we still have that necklace somewhere? Where would that I be? I looked for it, and I yeah. don't know. Oh. I can't find it. Do we melt it down into something Probably. else? Okay. Okay, Rebecca. I mean, not the greatest start, but you're going you're gonna to heat up here. That's a trick question. You're going to heat up. This is just, that was just like a warm-up. Okay. You're ready, ready now. I'm ready. You're in the zone. Okay. Okay, question number two. What is the Olympic motto? Is it man's reach exceeds his grasp? Is it refuse to lose? Is it faster, higher, stronger? Or is it dare to be great? Is it, could it possibly be when you're winning, it's about winning, and when you're losing, it's about ministry? <laughs> no, I don't think that's the official Olympic motto. Okay. <laughs> that's the hardy motto. Okay, can you read them again? Okay, the first one is man's reach exceeds his grasp. The second one is refuse to lose. The third one is faster, higher, stronger, and the last one is dare to be great. I really like the loser one, but I think it's number three. Faster, higher, stronger. Faster, higher, stronger. Rebecca? Yes. You are correct. Woo! Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) (laughs) You hear faster, higher, and stronger, so you get a spray-painted gold medal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, silver medal. Of spray-painted silver medal. Yeah. The Olympic motto, which is Latin, is faster, higher, stronger. Hmm. It was proposed by Pierre de Corpotin. Oh, that was sexy. Yeah. And I probably said it totally wrong, but I went all French on it, so it sounded cool. You got Pierre right. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And duh. I don't know about the last part. Um... He was on the Olympic, International Olympic Committee in 1894, and they came up with the slogan... So there you go. You're back in the action, I'm Rebecca. I'm back in the game. Wait, did you say 1894? 1894. When was the first Olympics, or is that a trivia question? Well, the ancient Olympics were many, many moons ago, thousands of years ago in Greece. Okay. But the modern Olympics started up again in around 1900. Oh. 1894 or 1900. Okay. Wow. So, okay. You're doing so good, babe. Woohoo! I've only gotten one right. I'm I know. Not doing you're that one great. and one right How now. How many questions? 15? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm ready. Question number three. 
What country boycotted the 1980 Summer Olympics? Was it France, Cuba, the USA, or Russia? Uh, Do you want to hear him again? Yes. France, Cuba, USA, or Russia, 1980 Summer Olympics? 1980? USA? Yes. Why? Why you did we boycott? We were boycotting because we were protesting the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan that oh, year. Oh, wow. Well, couldn't you basically every year somebody protest something and not show up? Probably, yes. Especially now. Everybody's offended about something. <laughs> yes. So they could just be like, hmm, I'm I don't out. like the color red. I'm done. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Which is, it's kind of weird because the Soviets were in Afghanistan in 1980, and now we're still in Afghanistan so are, this, like, are they going to protest us being there and not show up? I don't think so. We're supposed to be leaving now in August. So. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. So it's just kind of how it's crazy how history kind of keeps repeating itself. So. Yeah, interesting. Okay, you got another one. Yes. I'm not confident, but thank you. Two okay. out of three. Okay, question number four. What black Olympian has been credited with single-handedly crushing Hitler's myth of an Aryan supremacy? What does Aryan mean? Aryan is like the perfect, Hitler thought that was the perfect person, which would be blonde, blue-eyed, okay, and Caucasian. Okay. So, was it Usain Bolt, Muhammad Ali, uh, George Coleman Page, or Jesse Owens? Jesse Owens. Rebecca, is that your final answer? Yes, I'm scared. <laughs> yes, you're right what? again. What, really? Right, I was yes. not going to go with him at first. But I'm glad I did. But Jesse was in the 36th Summer Olympics in Berlin, and it was an unpleasant surprise for Adolf Hitler, who had hoped the games would showcase the resurgent Nazi Germany. Hmm. Instead, Owens was the most successful athlete, winning international fame with four gold medals. Oh, wow. He won in the 100 meters, the 200 meters, the long jump, and then the 4 by 100 meter relay. He's a fast one. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> so, and... To Does give he us, still hold any of these records, or have they been broken? I think I think they've all been broken. Oh, okay. But it was just the timing of which right. he did all that, and just being so dominant. Yeah. So we have some audio here that I want to share. It's, okay. It's, this is Jesse Owens talking about everything that had happened in '36, but this is in 1963, oh. where he's being interviewed. Okay. So listen, listen to that for a second, and we'll come back to the game. All right. I'll say Jesse because I am not a bill collector. Thank you. I may. I remember the 36 Olympics and uh, so well as so many other, being an American, so terribly proud of what you did and at the same time so revolted at the behavior of, as so much of his behavior was revolting, Mr. Hitler. I call him Mr. because I think he owes me something yeah. somewhere. <laughs> uh, how did all of this make you feel? Well, you know, I'll tell you, at that particular time, not being interested in the political situation as it was, until it was all over, uh, then I began to realize the how repulsive some of the things that were going on had happened. But I always have a little story to tell people that I didn't go to shake hands with Hitler. We went to run and run we did and we had a marvelous time. So sorry that he didn't and I, tonight I'm in Canada having a wonderful time and where he is is no particular concern of mine. But I also tell people that I'm very happy to be in a country and a part of the world where people really believe in God. And as you all know, Hitler did not believe in God. And at the height of the World War II, and the war was going rather badly for the German people, he called upon the people in whom he believed, and they were the astronomers. And he asked the astronomers, was, was he going to lose the war? And they said, yes, you're going to lose it. And he wanted to know, in losing the war, was he going to lose his life? 
And the astronomer says, yes, you're going to die. And then he wanted to know upon which day he was going to die. And they told him that you're going to die upon a Jewish holiday. And then Hitler wanted to know upon which Jewish holiday he was going to die upon. And they promptly told him that any day that you die will be a Jewish holiday. <laughs> okay, that was pretty fascinating to me. I always like to see people's reaction, especially like famous people, reactions to the things that they became famous for. And that shows like their true character. Yeah, and he just seemed so humble about it, and mm -hmm. he even kind of cracked a joke about it. Yeah, I thought it was which, funny. Which, when we think about it in history, we think it's this serious, like, heavy moment. Right. But he was just kind of like... He was lighthearted. This is what I did. Right. And this is what happened. You I know. loved it, yeah. So, it's pretty cool. Super cool. Okay, Rebecca, so far you have gotten three out of four correct. Okay. Well, because the first one was a trick question, so that's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, are you ready for question number five? I'm ready. Okay. Which of these animals were used in the 1900 Olympics? This is a four-hour day. An animal? An animal was used in competition. Mm, okay. In the 1900 Olympics. Was it an elephant? Was it bears? Or was it pigeons or camels? What? Was why it, would it not be a horse? Well, equestrian. Well, that's why it's an interesting oh, question. Oh, no, I'm going with pigeons because were, were they like, was that before clay shooting? Clay, okay, is like that clay your pigeons? final answer? Yes, let's go with that. Did they literally release a pigeon into the air and shoot it? <laughs> You're right, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> is that why? Yes. What? Well, nowadays we obviously. Nobody would allow that now. <laughs> no. <laughs> It, nowadays, it's the dish-shaped target that yeah. you're really good at, by the way. I am, you're very for good whatever at. reason, with my bifocals, trifocals and all, I can shoot a clay pigeon. You're a deadly assassin when I it comes am. to clay I pigeon. <laughs> Give in me the, a rifle. In the games in 1900 in Paris, they were live targets. Real pigeons were released, and they took them out. See, and that, that, honestly, with the clay pigeon, it's so much more like, I don't know, I want to say fair, because you can shoot at the same speed, at the same oh, yeah. location, and yeah. like with a pigeon, you're like... <laughs> Can it fly can go any anywhere. direction, yeah. When he's trying to live, right. it's a little more frantic. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of interesting. It, the clay pigeon kind of leveled the playing field, so to speak. Yeah, for sure. So that everybody's kind of has the same thing to shoot at. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, you got it, Rebecca. <sighs> okay, I'm halfway there, right? No, not quite. Well, question number six. Okay. You're not even close. I'm not to even all. close to halfway there. <laughs> okay, how old was the oldest Olympic medal winner ever? Oh. Was he 72? 56, 48, or 64? The oldest Olympic medal winner. 64. No, 72. Okay, is that your final answer? Yes, 72. Okay, the answer is 72. What, really? Yes. I changed it last minute because here's why. Why? I was going with 64. That was my second pick, and I really felt like I should have gone with my first pick, which was 72. <laughs> so they say you should go with your gut and your first one, and that was my first one. That's yep. the only reason I have for that. So there's a lot more going on on the inside than I realize. You don't think there's a lot going on in my head? No. Well, I mean, there's... <laughs> there's with me, I would just say an answer, but there's you in like ten seconds. You had all this going on inside you. Yes. In my ten seconds, I would go. This is my answer. Do you know what I'm saying? You I, just had I a wish lot more. My mind could be that simple. <laughs> I just call you simple-minded. Yeah. Yes, I am. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. Okay. So this why? Was, what did he do at 72? It was during. Was he the, shooting those pigeons. It was during the 1920 Summer Olympics. He was a Swedish shooter. Oh. Okay. Oscar Schwann. 
He won a silver medal in the double shot running deer contest. And I don't really know what that is. Did they have real deer? I hope not. Double shot running Double shot running deer, deer contest. Okay. So. That's impressive because my thought on that is he had to have pretty good eyesight. Right. And he's yeah. 72. Well, and you have bifocals and you're shooting things stuff out of the air. Yeah, so. that's true. But I mean, it would be much easier if I could see better. Okay, Rebecca, I've got it now. What? Here's what we got to do. 23 years from now. Okay. You need to enter. You need to enter a shooting contest. You need to win it. You become the oldest person to win an Olympic gold medal. Okay. Okay, so at 75, you're doing this. I'm going to enter a shooting contest at yes. 75. Yes. Okay. All right, I'll do that if you will do some form of running. Okay, at 75. <laughs> okay. That's going to be ugly. <laughs> Oh, man. You have a better shot of shooting something than I a have out shot. running a 22-year-old Okay, all right, at you're the age right, of 75. Right. Let's see. If you were going to enter an event at 75, what would it be, honey? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe bow and arrow. I could see me maybe okay. taking up archery. I've yeah. always been intrigued by that. So. Okay. All right. You do archery. I'll do clay pigeon shooting. Okay. So check back here in 20 23 years. years. Yes. And 23 we'll see years. if we did it. All right. This, like when we talked with Gabby about short term and long term goals, this is, our this long is term, a long term very goal. Very long term. We need to start practicing now. But we need to start practicing. Yeah, oh. exactly. Okay. You got another one right. Okay. Question number seven. We're almost halfway. Almost. Approximately how many countries compete in the Olympics? Is it 200, 100, 50, or 400? How many countries compete in the Olympics? 200, 150, or 400. Yes. Oh, wow, this is hard. I'm going to say 100. You're going to say 100? Is that your final answer? Not by the look on your face, it's not. <laughs> mm, no, that's not right. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? Your face is giving it away. I'm sorry. But that was my guess, so should I keep it at that? It's whatever you think. 200, 150, or 400. I'm staying with 100. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Okay. The answer is 200. 200. I knew it was higher. Okay. It's okay. Who knew there were that many countries that competed? There's just a bunch of little, like, here's one person from here. I should have known. Well, sometimes, yeah, like, depending on the country and the event, mm. you only have one, maybe. Okay. It's time to rebound now. <sighs> Number eight. Okay. Why is the marathon 26 miles and 385 yards long? Which I didn't know this. I didn't know it. If you didn't know it, I got well, I mean, no <laughs> shot at knowing I this. I didn't know they. it was 385 yards on top of 26 miles. Okay. Is it is it that length? Because it's the height of Mount Olympus. A British queen demanded that the race end beneath her royal box. The Greek messenger... I don't even know how to say his name. Fephipides. <laughs> That was not near as sexy as Pierre. <laughs> right. I sounded like Sebastian the Cat. You do. I'm just going to call him Peptide. Okay. Um, because I don't know how to say this Greek name. Greek messenger died after running that distance. Or is it the distance from Athens to Olympia? I'm going with the distance um, from... I really want to go with the queen because do? I don't okay. know. It's just more interesting than any of these other things besides the name you can't say. Okay. Can you read the queen one again? A British queen demanded the race end beneath her royal box. I'm just going to go with that. Okay, Rebecca. Is that your final answer? Mm-hmm. 
Rebecca, you are right again. Why is that right? <laughs> why do you mean, why is that right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. It, I thought it would be the last one, but then this one was much more interesting. Okay. It kind of combines two of those, though. Because originally the 26 miles was because of the Greek messenger that uh, ran that distance. Okay. But... Um, according to legend, that messenger ran from the Greek city of Marathon all the way to Athens in order to deliver news of an Athenian victory in their battle against the Persians, thereby inspiring the long-distance race. Hmm. So that's where you got the marathon. Okay. However, the current distance wasn't standardized until the 1908 London Olympics. The course was laid out from Windsor Castle to White City Stadium, about 26 miles. However, to locate the finish line in front of the Royal Family's viewing box, an extra 385 yards was added inside the stadium. So it would end right in front of them so they okay. could see it. So there you go. All right. Very fascinating. Who knew? Who? Not me, but I guessed it. You're very good. I don't think I'm that good. Okay. We have passed the halfway mark. You're killing it. All right. Okay. Number nine. Which color is not one of the rings of the Olympic flag? Not one of the rings. Black, green, orange, or yellow? Orange. Wow, that was quick. Mm -hmm. Okay, final answer? Yes. Orange is correct. Whew. The rings from left to right are blue, yellow, black, green, and red. Do you know why they picked those colors? Blue, yellow, black, green, red. No. The colors were chosen because at least one of those colors appears on the flag of every country in, in the every world. Every country. Okay, I was going to guess that's something to do with the flag. Yep. But yeah, I was confident it was not. Man, orange. you just, you didn't even think about that. I mean, that come one. on, bring it. There was no inner monologue going on no. at all. Mm -mm. You're just like orange. No simple thinking here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> just knew it. That's right. Okay. Right. Number 10. How old, we talked about the oldest Olympic athlete that won. How old was the youngest Olympic athlete? To win a medal. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Surely Nine? There, surely there's an age at which you can compete. Well, you've got to think about... I think there is now, but you got to think about way back oh, in the 1900s dang. and stuff. i got to go in the way back machine? Yep. Okay. And I'm going to give you a clue here. It's the 1900 Summer Olympics, so okay. it was way back. Over 100 years ago. Way over 100 years ago. Was so it he... wasn't Dominique Musciano or whatever that cute little girl was. <laughs> no. It was like 13 in the end. Okay. No. Okay, go ahead. Okay, was he... I already gave you a oh, he. he. Okay. Was he 9, Gosh. 7, 13, or 11? 9. 9, seven. 7, 13, or 11? 9. Is that your final answer? Yes. He was actually 7. What? Yes. What was he doing at seven? Okay, he was a seven-year-old French boy who was a last-minute recruit to the Dutch team that won the coaxed co pairs rowing race in the 1900 Summer Olympics. His name was never recorded. Do you know why? Why? Because after they won, he got bored waiting for the medal, and he just wandered off. <laughs> Are you serious? So, yes, he won the medal, got tired of waiting, just went back home. That is hilarious. So that tells you the Olympics weren't quite as organized as they are now. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so he won it in rowing. A seven-year-old dude. But there's only two in the boat. Like, I would understand right. if there's like ten. Yeah. Or however many that's in a boat. Crazy, right? That is so crazy. How cool is that? I know. And then nobody knows who he was. Ah, that's so funny. Because he wandered off. But they just caught, they just wrote down seven-year-old boy. Well, yeah. That one. That's yep. so funny. Pretty wild. <laughs> okay. Which sport 
made its Olympic debut debut during the 1920 Summer Olympics. 1920. Okay. Okay. Summer Olympics. Summer. Thanks for that. Okay. Clue. Could be a trick question though. Mm. You've accused me of these in the past. Figure skating, baseball, tennis, or ice hockey. So you've got to decide. Am I trying to trick you again? Which sport made its Olympic debut during the 1920 Summer Olympics? Figure skating, baseball, tennis, or ice hockey? I'm not sure ice hockey is actually in the Winter Olympics, is it? Is it now? Yes, it is. Oh. Okay. Um... And this was in the 1920 Summer Olympics, to give you a hint. If, you, <laughs> if you're accessing those old Olympic files in your brain... <laughs> I'm going to go baseball. You're going to say baseball? Yeah. You don't think I'm trying to trick you this time? I do think you're trying to trick me, oh. but I think that figure skating and ho I would have picked hockey, but okay. I think that figure skating and hockey were both in the winter. Did you say winter Olympics? Yeah, No, summer Olympics. Summer. So see, that doesn't make sense. Okay. So I'm going with baseball. What's the other one? Okay. Tennis? I don't think it's tennis. Okay. Wait. No, I don't think it's tennis. Final answer? Final answer. Baseball. It's wrong. <laughs> I'm defeated. <laughs> The answer is ice hockey. That's bull corn. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> that can't be true. You just told me it was in the winter. I know. This is a trick question. No, I, I, that's why I kept saying trick question. Okay, the 1920... I need to be better at your verbal clues. <laughs> the 1920 Summer Olympics featured a week of winter sports with figure skating appearing for the first time in 1908 and ice hockey making its Olympic debut in 1920. Why? Why do they? Why I did they don't know. Why? Nobody does that. I guess they did. Oh my gosh! <laughs> my average is going down. Okay, we're gonna get. We're gonna jump right into the next one. Okay, what year did baseball become an official Olympic sport? Could we have had this question first? Well, it maybe it ties together. Okay. When did baseball become an official Olympic sport? Was it 1928? 1904, or 1976, or the great year of 1992? Oh, I think it was 1992, wasn't it? Wait, was it 92? I think it was. Is that your final answer? Yeah. And you're right. Okay, woohoo. Good job. All right. Baseball if unofficial... If I'd have remembered this, I wouldn't have guessed baseball in the last question. <laughs> baseball unofficially debuted at the 1904 Summer Olympics but it became an Olympic sport, official Olympic sport in 92. So it was kind of just an exhibition until then. Very good, Rebecca. Thank you. And 1992 is a magical year. That's the year we got married. I know. <laughs> Lots of good stuff happened that year. Okay, number 13. You only have three questions left, Rebecca. I am sweating and stressed, so I'm <laughs> glad about this. Okay. Who organized the opening ceremonies for the 1960 Winter Olympics? Why would I know this? Vince Lombardi, oh. Orson Welles, Walt Disney, or Richard Nixon? What year? 1960s, Winter Olympics. Who organized the opening ceremonies? Walt Disney. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is Walt Disney. Woo! I only picked that because I love Disney. <laughs> I knew you'd get that one because you're a Disney fan. <laughs> he was the chairman of the pageantry committee. And he was responsible for producing both the opening and closing ceremonies. He organized an opening that included 5,000 entertainers, the release of 2,000 pigeons. I hope the shooters didn't have their guns. 
And a military gun salute of eight shots. One for each of the previous Winter Olympic Games. So, That's cool. Walt Disney. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, who can put on a show like that on a big scale? Yeah, you kind of picked the right guy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, number 14. I mean, Lombardi was my second guess. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. The coach of the Packers, yes. I'm glad I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you went with your gut there, yeah, not your you. second guess. Thank you. And Richard Nixon? Yeah, That's a weird one. Okay. Number 14. Well, did you come up with all these other ones? <laughs> okay. Why are you so shocked? Well, at the well, I was fourth... just hoping she can't pick Richard Nixon, right? <laughs> I was trying to take one completely out. Okay. And okay. you did it. Oh, thank you. You knew Richard Nixon didn't do that. I knew that. Yeah. He was running for president that year. He didn't have time to do that. Okay. <laughs> Number 14. We're one question away from the finale. I think I've missed four. We're going to look and see. Okay. I feel like you've done really well. Thank you. What year was the Olympic flag first flown? Was it in 776 BC? What? <laughs> was it 1920? 1896 or 1962? What was the last one? 1962. 18, what was the 1920? 1920, is yes, that your guess? that's what I'm going with. And that's your final answer? Final answer. Okay, that is correct. Why? I just totally guessed out of the clear blue. Well, it was created by... I didn't know if they had flags before then, so that was why I picked it. <laughs> Flags were created in 1920. All flags were created in 1920. <laughs> it was created by our man Pierre de Corbeton. Really? Yes. Him again. The Olympic flag was first flown during the 1920 Olympics. Wait. And he, he actually designed it in 1914. They decided to use it in 20. What, 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 what did he do before? Like, what was the other question um, about? He was also... Like, yeah, was, he we... was he the answer to something, or was he, like, the actual answer, or was he, like, the pretend answer, and you just threw his name in there because you <laughs> no. got it off the... <laughs> he was definitely part of the answer. He was the one that came up with the slogan, the, the motto slogan. of the Olympics. And then he designed the flag. I know. He was all over it. He was. The Olympics have Pierre's fingerprints all over all them. All over it. Okay, interesting. <laughs> okay, you're, you're, this is your final My question, final Rebecca. final question. Woohoo! I hope everybody's learned a lot because I sure have. And I yes, I have it's learned kind of that I'm a really great guesser. That's what I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> and no flags were created before 1920. <laughs> okay. Yes, there were no flags in the revolution or anything. <laughs> okay, your final question is this one. At the 1900 Paris Olympics, there's going to be four things I mentioned. You've got to decide which one happened. Okay. In the 1900 Paris Olympics, women weren't allowed to compete. Men fought bears. There were more athletes than spectators. And everyone competed topless. What? So which one of those things actually happened in the 1900 Paris Olympics? The third one. There were more spectators. There were, there more, were more athletes than spectators. spectators. Is yes. that your final answer? Yes. And then if this is it, I have got to know where you came up with these other answers. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Okay, the final answer is there were more athletes than spectators. Woo! Woo okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got to explain the answer. Mm -hmm. If one had to nominate the worst modern Olympics ever, 1900 would likely lead the voting. There were no opening or closing ceremonies and more athletes than spectators. The croquet event was a particular hit because one person, one spectator was at the whole tournament. What? So, like, nobody showed. Why? I, they just weren't interested, I guess. So, you're wondering how I came up with these. Well, in the original 
Grecian Olympics, like the ancient ones, everybody, all the athletes were naked. So I had to throw in everyone competed topless to kind of go with the old school. I thought maybe if you thought about the old Olympics, you would think maybe they still didn't dress or something. So that's why I threw that in All right, okay. So. Bears came from the other one where you were asking about like what animals. I got that one. That's why I was like, nah, this is a play on the other one. I'm too smart for that. Um, But yeah, okay. Oh, you're good. I'm good. Okay, let me tally the final results here. I think I missed four. You missed four? Let's see. I think so. Do you feel like you're back in school getting graded? Yep. I'm kind of sweating, honestly. Is it terrible? You missed four. I you got I eleven. Four. You got 11 correct out of 15. I think I probably got the highest score in the place. You did. And actually, it's official. It's official? You have won the, silver, <laughs> the gold-plated silver medal. So now we're going <laughs> to... We've got to have a ceremony. We're going to get, we're getting the podium in here. It's taking a minute. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yes, thank We've you. We've brought the podium into the closet. Mm-hmm. And now, Rebecca, this is your moment. Can you please lower American flag over my head? Yes, it's lowering right now. <laughs> it's taking up the whole closet. We got one from one of those used car lots where, it, you know, it's the biggest flag on earth. Yep. So it's, it's dropping down. In. You can't okay. let it touch the ground. Okay, right. there we go. Perfect, perfect. Okay, here we go. Announcer. Take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, the anthem of the United States of America. 여러분, 미국의 국가 연주가 있겠습니다. Rebecca Hardy, you're an Olympic champion. I am an Olympic champion. So what are you going to do now? I'm going to go to Disney World. Okay, that was hard, right? <laughs> You'll go to Disney World at the drop, drop of a hat. That's right. You don't have to ask me twice. Walt has made it clear that he wants me to go. I mean, he's spoke to me this through this whole entire session. Through this, this month in history, mm-hmm. Walt Disney directly spoke to you. That's right, he did. Okay. And he said, it's time to go to Disney World. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so we just talked about the least attended Olympics in 1900, right? Mm-hmm. So now I want to tell you what, this is not a question, you, you're through the gauntlet. Okay. You don't have to worry. I already got my medal and you can't have it back. <laughs> That's right. Are you chewing the gold I'm off chewing, of it right I'm now? I'm like scraping it out with my teeth. <laughs> so you can see it's really silver? Mm-hmm. Okay, the largest attendance in Olympics games was the 1996 Atlanta Games. Woohoo! In which we attended. We were there. We were one of 8.3 million tickets that were that sold. That many people? Yes. Wow. It was, of course, in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, maybe not that many people, but that many tickets sold. Well, yeah. Okay. This equates to more than a half a million spectators Oof. watching on each day of the two-week event. Yeah. Um. So, yes, we were there. Yeah, because I was thinking that because we... We had tickets to like several events, so yes, we did. Ticket sales would be like I remember this lottery we went through. Like you had to pick your favorite event that you wanted to be at, and then you had no, we didn't get any of our favorites. None of our favorites. (laughs) No, so you had to pick. You had to pick your favorite, and then like three alternates. Yes, and then whatever tickets. I don't even know if we got any of those. Well, I mean, it had to be something on the list. We I got, got archery. I remember I got and archery. And I got equestrian. Yes, and we, we split both up on those. that day. Yeah. And I went to equestrian by myself and you went to archery by yourself. That was, I like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Like, I love sitting and watching equestrian. And um, see, after having watched archery, that's how I know that when I'm 75, I can do it. Yeah. 
I clearly should have been do, going to the shooting competition. You could also do equestrian, Rebecca. You could kill that too. Yeah, I probably because you do that. You showed in horses. <laughs> I'm back sure in the it's day. a little different, but I'm sure it's like riding a bike. Yeah, riding a horse is like, like riding a bike. Right. Well, step one, get a horse. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, we got to work on Wait, that. Step one, get a farm. Because <laughs> I don't think we can put the horse in the backyard. We have 20 years to do this. Okay, 20 okay. years. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, what I do remember is we got, we watched like how many basketball games in a very short few days. And we were watching like Lithuania yeah, versus all the Croatia. Euro all like, the European countries yeah, are going we in. We didn't it. see USA, did we? No. Yeah. Of course we wanted to see the the next dream team, mm -hmm. but we couldn't get tickets for that. The so. only USA team I remember seeing was baseball, USA versus Japan. Yep. And we lost. And we lost. It was and at Fulton County. Fulton, Fulton County, County Stadium. Yep, which yep. I, at that, I mean, I had not lived in Texas very long from living in Georgia, so I used to go watch Braves games there. Yep. Or were that, or no, it was up and coming to watch Braves games. Was it new? What? It was brand new, No, right? Fulton County Stadium oh, they was were going to get rid of it. Right, yeah. Yeah, okay, and then... The, well, the Olympic Stadium turned into the new stadium for baseball. Oh, okay. And now that's even gone because they have a new, new stadium Why so many new stadiums? I miss the old stadiums. I do, too. I wish but, you quit getting rid of them. But honestly, it's a moneymaker to have a new stadium. Yeah, We've but it's experienced also a money that. pit. To have huh? a it's also a money pit. I mean, it's expensive. Yeah, but yeah. when you get the city and the state to help you with tax dollars it's yeah. a little cheaper but anyways okay that's anyways, a totally different show totally different show yeah. but one thing i remember about the 96 olympics is scott hardy got sunburned <laughs> yes we took a we took a break where where did we go where did i get the sunburn i don't remember where you got it but it was torture it was, it was awful i had blister i remember having blisters it's the only time i've had like blisters they were all across my belly and it was awful. Like we were going. I remember going into one event. I, it was probably the track and field. We oh, did we get the track and field. We got Jackie to see. Jordan yeah, we yeah. got to see Jackie Joyner Kersey, uh -huh. and then we saw some Paralympic stuff. Yeah, that after was cool. that. So cool. Um, she was in the long jump, I believe, I is what so. we saw her in. Mm -hmm. It was raining that day too. I don't remember that. But I just remember you jumping around like that. <laughs> it was. Pants. I was itching so bad that I just wanted to tear off my shirt and just. Yes. Oh, it was a rough day. You were quite dramatic. <laughs> I was. <laughs> It's like when a guy gets sick, you know, we just get over, really yes, dramatic about yes. it. Yes, we needed some lavender oil back then, which, you know, we, we didn't we have. Didn't have we didn't have anything to soothe your sunburn. I think lavender oil was invented with flags in 1920. In 1920. So it was around, it was we just around. didn't know how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun time, though. I yeah. remember Didn't it. we go right, wasn't it like a week or so after the bombing? Yes, we were right after that yeah. bombing, mm -hmm, which was Richard Jewell. Well, no, he, they accused him, but he, he didn't, didn't do, do it. it. Okay, yeah. so who did it? I'm not sure who did That's it. I'd podcast. have to look into that whole history. Yeah, I remember walking around down there, though, by Coca-Cola and Yeah, we were kind of Swatch, checking out the area. The Swatch store was there, yeah. and CNN, I think, is all down there. Yeah. yeah, it's all still there, too. I mean, like, they have the, it's kind of a park area now. Yeah, so, so cool. One of my favorite memories, though, of all of that is um, Carrie Strug. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was... I would just remember. I remember we didn't go to that event, but I do remember now. watching it on TV. I think we were back home by then. Yes, we we were at. Uh, we stayed at. I, since I used to live there, we stayed at one of our friends. Yeah, house. Leanne Bass. Leanne Bass. Uh huh. Um, we. I remember sitting. I remember where we were sitting, watching that entire event. It was where so were we? Cool in their little, not their main room. Yeah. But this little side little TV room. Oh gosh, watching I didn't that, that event. Yep, okay. I remember it. it was so like so profound. And I think you have a clip, don't you? Well, I've got an interview with her, but we need to explain what happened to that if people oh, don't know yeah, what true. happened. Gosh, why would people not know about this? Well, it's been we a minute. We have a young listening audience, it's don't we? 1996. This wasn't yesterday. 
That's so sad. So remember, Carrie, it was the last event. She was doing the pommel horse, right? No, that's the dudes. Oh, that's <laughs> Did I say pommel horse? <laughs> I meant the, what is it called? The vault. The vault. Yes. Same thing. No, it's no, not No, it's totally different. All. That's where the guys are on there and yes. they're flipping their legs around right. and doing and the they scissors. Can't, they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. So anyways. Girls don't do that event. <laughs> so she was doing the... Vault. The vault. Which is where you run down and jump off the mm. thing and flip there. Mm-hmm. Well, she had injured her ankle earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So it was all taped up. Yep. And then, now she had to she had to nail this for the women. This was the first time the women's gymnastic team won a gold mm. ever. Oh wow! I didn't realize that. So yeah, so she had to nail this to get it. Yeah. To get that medal for her team. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. And I remember what's the guy's name? Bella. Yep. I don't Bella remember. Caroli. Bella Caroli mm-hmm. came and picked her up and yep. ran around with her. Yeah. Well, I mean, she probably weighs 12 pounds. It's just but. amazing to me that you can walk around, you can like limp around like you're in so much pain. And then as soon as it's like you're looking down at where you need to go and what you need to do and what you need to accomplish, and yeah. all of a sudden you can run full blast and not even think about the damage you're doing and the pain that you're that's in, that's occurring, and you can just get the job done. Like that is a mental. Thing that not a lot of people have, right? When I think it should, it just goes to show you that as scary as something can be, you can still do it. Like yeah. you just focus and just do the best you can at it. Right. And we've got the interview clip I've got is like from 2016, mm-hmm. and they're kind of asking her, you know, what did that moment mean in your life, and what have you done since then? Yeah, let's let's hear. So it. let's listen real quick. People always ask me, "Are you upset that you're defined by that one moment in Atlanta?" And the answer is no, because I'm very proud of that moment. Many people don't have one moment that everybody kind of identifies them with. I was known as the gymnast who had a lot of talent but couldn't put it together when it counted. I wasn't mentally tough, is how I was portrayed. And they were correct. The media was right. I would always falter when all eyes were on me. So that last fault to finally put it together when it counted most for that first ever team gold medal, it really signifies a lot. I had finally come into my own, and I think that catapulted me into a new arena and changed the trajectory of my life, which gave me the self-confidence to kind of come out of my shell and to become more mentally tough. And so right after the games, I started college. I went to UCLA and Stanford. I got my master's in sociology. I was a second grade teacher in a Title I school for a bit. And I've worked for the federal government for the past 10 plus years. To be honest, as a gymnast, it was always about the next competition, always striving to be better and better. And it's taken me a long time to realize that life is passing me by. Like it's great to have goals and it's great to be very driven, but nonetheless, you've got to enjoy the journey. And people always say that, but it was a cliche to me. It didn't really mean anything. And now that I have two youngsters, you have to be present because they make you. And so I feel very fortunate. I'm proud of that moment and I'm glad people remember it and you know in all honesty it gives me amazing opportunities 20 years later I wouldn't be here in New York speaking to you if it wasn't for that ball you know I'm 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 not kidding myself there's lots of Olympians and there's lots of gold medalists but it's those athletes that have that special performance that stick with us I love that the media said that she was fearful and that she actually agreed with them like yeah that's kind of that's pretty huge to be able to say 
yeah, I was scared, and yeah, I, I actually had a problem like performing under pressure. Like and, basically, they were saying she choked all the time. Yeah, I mean, and then to have that, like that, even makes that moment cooler, like yeah. to me that she actually this was like also a breakthrough moment for her, not right. just for women's gymnastics and the rest of us watching, but like per, on her on a personal level, like she she did something she'd never been able to do before, and on the biggest stage she could have done it. Like that's really cool. Also, didn't know that she worked for the government. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to investigate that <laughs> like, more. What did she actually do? Is she a gymnastic spy? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to. That's that's we'll not, that won't be the that. first time there's been a gymnastic spy, right? I don't know. I think that's a thing. <laughs> okay, that's another thing for this. Oh, industry. really? Yep. We, I gotta look that up. <laughs> that's for next time. I'm intrigued now. <laughs> I don't know why that's sticking in my mind. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna have to find that out. That's a teaser right there. Cliffhanger. <laughs> yep. Well, I hope that our Olympic trivia has gotten everybody psyched and ready yes. for the Summer Olympics. You should be so psyched. And when you're sitting around and you're watching women's gymnastics or any other sport, you now have trivia in your back pocket. Oh, yeah. You can amaze you can your friends amaze and family. your friends oh, yeah. and family with. Yes. And please make sure you bring a bunch of spray-painted silver medals <laughs> along with you to hand out at your little <laughs> trivia events. <laughs> Because I sure will. I want that gold to rub off all over my neck and everywhere. That's so nice. <laughs> You'll never forget that, will you? I can't believe that. I'm Of all of everything that I've learned today, that's the most shocking thing. It's not made of gold. I just can't get over it. <laughs> Anyways, well, babe, you did a great job as usual on this Thank you. History. It was very fun. I appreciate it. I always learn so much, as does our listening audience. Most people say this is like their favorite thing, is this month in history. So I'm so glad you Which did is it great, time. because that's like one of the things we really want to do with the podcast is like make history fun. Yeah. Because you know that's a big thing for me. Right. And it's become more for you mm -hmm. over the years. So just to get people interest, interested in history is, love it. is awesome. Yeah. So if you're interested in this month in history and you love this podcast, you should totally share it on your yes, social you should. media and tag us and then like and subscribe. Also, guess what? We have a YouTube channel. What? And if you have not watched our Cape Cod, our last one, and Pay Babe Where Yet, yep. it is hilarious. Our travel blog. Scott, you have really beefed up your whole, like, where you put in the little sound effects. What do you call that? Like editing? Sound effects. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for helping me along. Just to help tell the story a little I bit I mean, you're more so good at it. And that one, oh, that just, you could, there's parts of that I could watch over and over again. Well, so. it's stuff you can't even write because no. these things did happen to us and it's just. <laughs> and we documented all of that's them. That's right. So please go watch that. Like and subscribe to our podcast. Definitely subscribe subscribed or what is Alex said he can't subscribe to YouTube is that what you do you subscribe to a YouTube channel and you follow you follow what like on Instagram Instagram yes, yes. I knew I was gonna say that wrong and Alex got on to me he's like you don't follow on YouTube mom. <laughs> you subscribe on YouTube yeah do all that do all of the things you're supposed to yeah. do on all the social media you know what to do you're That's savvy right. you know what to do <laughs> all right all right hardy party of five and a half over and out we'll see you next time <laughs> do what to do you're savvy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>